Welcome to the Ohio State University Spring Quarter Commencement, held Sunday, June 8, 2008 at Ohio Stadium. 6,140 graduates receive diplomas. This quarter's commencement address is given by Brian Williams, anchor and managing editor of NBC Nightly News. Welcome, welcome. Welcome one and all to the 384th commencement of THE Ohio State University. We are pleased to have you as honored guests as this university bestows academic degrees upon today's graduates. So ladies and gentlemen, you see here today in these graduates, this faculty and our staff, the reason THE Ohio State University is such a remarkable institution. Their creativity, commitment, and compassion inform new knowledge and enrich our communities. Ohio State is the nation's most comprehensive research university. Our range of disciplines and breadth of knowledge are reflected in the many degrees awarded today. When Ohio State was formed in the 1870s, our founders advocated for a university that combined the professions with the liberal arts. This visionary decision is a foundation of our strength. Consider food scientists, horticulturalists, and cancer researchers in the same intellectual community giving rise to the development of novel therapies and maybe one day cures. Computer scientists, dancers, and biologists collaborating to educate about DNA and genetic sequencing. Biochemists, computer scientists, geographers, and earth scientists together improving our understanding of a global climate change. While you, our graduates, have formed a scholarly niche and academic major within the curriculum, you also have sampled the richness of this university community. Extraordinary things are happening at your university. Problems become opportunities. Ideas become solutions. And as this occasion reminds us here, promises are kept and dreams fulfilled. Your family promised if you would do your homework and study hard, someday you could attend college. Once you were here, they told you to get home early, make good choices, and sit in the front row so that someday you could earn a degree. Well, this is that someday, and you have done it. I, yes. I have enjoyed getting to know many of you this year. At a movie, a basketball game, or just walking across the Oval, students have offered me a very warm welcome. They also have offered me popcorn, nachos, ball caps, t-shirts, some of questionable appropriateness, I might add, and suggestions of everything from bike racks to bow ties. Many have handed me their cell phones so that I could talk to mom or dad and convince them that, yes, this really is the president of the university. Thank you again for embracing me in scarlet and gray. I am proud to be a Buckeye and very proud that all of you are also. No. Know this, that we will work hard to make you even more proud of your alma mater. 
Look at the hometowns listed in the commencement program. You are part of a global family of Buckeyes. Everywhere you go, you will find members of the Ohio State family. You will think of us often when you watch an Olympian who was an Ohio State athlete, when you read a headline about a scientific breakthrough or an award-winning book by an Ohio State faculty member, when you hear the best damn band in the land. Think of us. Think of us and come back. I left for what I refer to as my 10 years in the wilderness, and I came back, I was called back. I know that you will be as well, because this big, comprehensive institution is at its heart people, brought together by opportunity, connected by great spirit. Time and change will surely show how firm our friendship, Ohio. Congratulations, one and all. Over the last few weeks, these graduates have been preoccupied with a thesis deadline, their last exams, and clearing up outstanding parking tickets. Given what was at stake, perhaps you can be forgiven by our speaker for not watching the NBC Nightly News. Students get their news in many different ways. Many do not watch a network news, uh, TV broadcast live at dinner time. News is accessed 24-7 on cable TV, the internet, and cell phones. Students read blogs and check MySpace. They love the different take on the news offered by John Stewart and Stephen Colbert. They watch Weekend Update on Saturday Night Live and catch Letterman's current events-focused top 10 lists. Brian Williams can be found on all of these media channels. In addition to anchoring the NBC Nightly News, he has hosted Saturday Night Live and is a popular guest on John Stewart's The Daily Show. He writes The Daily Nightly, a blog about preparing the new newscast of the day. Time Magazine called him one of the 100 most influential people in the world. And David Letterman called him too funny to be in the news. <laughs> Brian Williams has been a reliable eyewitness to American life at NBC News for 15 years. From reporting at the White House to moderating presidential debates, from the front lines to the gas station lines, he reports with what one fellow journalist called composure, compassion, and grit. He received a Peabody Award for his compelling coverage of Hurricane Katrina. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome the anchor and managing editor of NBC Nightly News, Mr. Brian Williams. Thank you. OH. OH. O.H., thank you very much. <laughs> President Gee, members of the board, the chancellor, elected officials, faculty, family, and the class of '08. at least they let you wear black, so that's nice. Someone just said to me, you know, you can go ahead and take your hat off while you speak, and I said, are you kidding? The one day when you guys will have more pictures taken of you than any day but your wedding, and it's like a bad hair decade. <laughs> so I'm with you in that. I I'm not sure commencement speakers are to be as humbled and made to feel so modest as I am right now. I think we're supposed to be mature and wise about it, but after all these years watching on TV to be standing in the middle of the shoe, what an honor. <laughs> 
I'm also counts, counting my blessings, and I'll be brief here today because I know how hot it is out there, but at least I don't have to speak slowly and measure out every syllable and explain everything as I go on as you have to do in Ann Arbor. A quick note, that was Tom Brokaw's idea. <laughs> he came to me in the newsroom Friday, my hand to God, knowing where I was going to be spending my Sunday, and gave me that material. One of my friends who is an anchor at, shall we say, one of our NBC stations in Ohio gave me another one. Uh, over an open satellite on Friday as we talked on television, he said, I got the best one. Why did we come to find out that O.J. Simpson's white Bronco was heading to Ann Arbor that day of the slow speed chase? I said, I don't know why. He said, because he knew no one would ever look for a Heisman winner in Ann Arbor. I'm just saying. I I do want to pay tribute to you. Sadly, today, of all the people in the world, of all the people you could have chosen, you invited a college dropout to give the commencement speech to celebrate all of the hard work that, that we celebrate in you today. You all reached down and found it. You all did what I failed to do. I was a work-study kid, I was a student loan kid, and I didn't make it. I did not achieve what you've done. So know at least, if you remember nothing else from this today, you start at a point further along the line than I did. There's no telling where you'll go or how you'll convert your diploma from this institution. And I know you all reached down to get it, but you also reached up. And that means family, and that means mentors, and that means loved ones. So at this point, I know you all know where they're sitting. Can you stand up and direct your applause to the people responsible for you being here just for a moment? All the students. Outstanding. Outstanding. I was going to say earlier, I don't think I've ever looked out on such a, a, a tired, broke, hungover bunch, but enough about your parents. <laughs> I, I'm the father of a college sophomore, so I've been watching all of you very closely, living vicariously through you to see what I have in store for me over the next two years. I tend to be a bit of an intimidating parent. New boyfriends come home. I, my philosophy is pepper spray them first, and when they come to, during questioning, we'll see if they're men of good character, and I hope your dads are just like that. I come here today with a request for the class of 08. We need you to fix the country. And I'm sorry to ask this of you. And I'm deadly serious, and we really do. I am 49, 
and behalf of my generation, I'm so sorry, but the internet is so cool. Um, we got um, sidetracked. I can burn an hour on Perez Hilton like that. And I know I speak for a lot of you. WebMD, very cool, except anything I've ever punched in comes back thyroid cancer. The internet is fantastic, and, and it takes way too much of our time, so uh, with apologies, we need you all now to step up. And every adult in this place has every faith that you're up to the job. You are today, as of today, as fearsome a weapon as the one they assembled during the Manhattan Project in a similar place, Soldier Field up in Chicago. You are the most fearsome weapon in the world, you are students in the United States of America armed with a newly minted college degree from the Ohio State University. So pick one area, energy, politics, diplomacy, science, education, military, transportation. Start with climate. Something tells me this may be a challenge in the years ahead. Tomorrow's predicted high for Columbus is 220 degrees. <laughs> Energy policy, can you please help us find a way to get around without fuel in our tanks that comes from an enemy of this country? We can no longer fly dependably, commercially, point to point in this country with absolute certainty, and that's a tragedy as it is what we're paying for it. Politics, pick a campaign this year. Campaign for McCain, campaign for Obama, campaign for the Libertarian, the Vegan Party, campaign for Moby, but volunteer, get out there, and campaign for someone. We won't see an election like this for decades again in this country. We are at a crossroads. They don't get more important, and it's so important that you all get involved. Put your generational stamp on American politics. Dial in and pay attention, and I say that as part of a group we all have to start thinking and acting as one. There are, as of this week, 117 million blogs in the United States. One more time. 117 million blogs, and I stand here today as one of them. And what do most of us bloggers talk about? Us. And the problem is we need to start talking about us, all of us. We need to start thinking of us as the collective, the United States that we used to know. It's going to require a lot of work. I am proud to say that in my life and my job, I get to spend a lot of time with Americans in uniform. They are magnificent, and they would so enjoy this here today. They don't have the chance to be here and I mean that in more ways than one. They would, they would love this. They'd love being in the shoe here today. They would love what all of you are about to be handed, what you've earned. And instead, they have chosen to go a different way. Some from among your ranks, some will come back 
and become Ohio State students. They have raised their hands and volunteered to go to places with names like Haditha and Ramadi and Mosul and Kabul. But they too, as you are, are the very best of your generation. Think of them when you think you're having a bad day. Think of them when you're faced with any kind of challenge at all. Think of my friend Jack Lucas, who died a few days ago. Jack Lucas was a recipient of the Medal of Honor. His death leaves 104 men alive with the medal. Jack Lucas signed up for World War II. He lied a little bit. He was 13, not yet 14 years old, stowed away to get to Iwo Jima. Two grenades land next to him. He covers them with his body. 250 pieces of shrapnel, 26 surgeries later. We lost Jack Lucas in his 80s last week, and of all things, leukemia got him. But he leaves behind a part of him in all of us. Think of him and all others like him when you think you're having a bad day. And let me try a second experiment. Your indulgence will all veterans of the U.S. Armed Forces please do us the honor of standing up in place. All you need is one of these guys, really. They'll get you out of any fix. This is the generation that went to the moon without breaking a sweat. The older folks here among us today won World War II, a titanic struggle for control of the globe against incredible odds. You've got a guy here named John Glenn. Well, John Glenn flew the X-15 when there was no guarantee he would come back went up in a tiny black capsule when there was no guarantee we could get him back. And for kicks later in life, for a retirement job, he went back up in space. John Glenn, it's part of the folklore at O'Hare Airport, once had to put his shoes through the easy-bake oven there at the TSA before you can get on the plane. More than once, as the attendants just blindly went on about their work, Guess which passenger on board that commercial flight that day was the least likely to take down a commercial aircraft? Probably the greatest patriot walking through O'Hare Airport at that moment. Well, we can't ask guys like that to put their shoes through a metal detector if we can't put more brain power into the problems that face us as a country. We owe him more than that. We owe all of these patriots more than that. And so, as of today, with the authority vested in me as a newly minted Buckeye, welcome to adult life in the greatest nation on earth. As of today, you will have plenty of hands there to help you. You'll have safety nets underneath you if you fall. Take chances, but wear a seatbelt. Shake the hand of the next person you see in uniform. Go ahead and eat, and then go swimming immediately afterwards. <laughs> Unplug all appliances and cell phone chargers while not in use. And ladies and gentlemen, members of this graduating class, members of the graduate studies, wherever you go, please tell them you're a Buckeye. 
There is nothing wrong with America that someone from Ohio State can't fix. Go get them. OH! Ladies and gentlemen, this is a glorious day in the life of this university. And it is, it is a significant milestone in the lives of these graduates. This is your day, your achievement, your shining moment. Four years ago, many of you walked into this stadium as part of the freshman convocation, entering as Buckeyes for the first time. Since that day, there have been 60 million new Facebook users, 208 Friday nights, four American idols, two Ohio State University presidents, and now one great celebration of your achievement. You started college in the fall of 2004 with campaign controversy in Florida. You leave four years later with campaign controversy in Florida. While here, while here you have had to make choices, cable or direct TV, thin crust or thick, hit the gym or have dessert, Indiana Jones or sex in the city, Deal or no deal? Some of the questions of the time have been, what is on your iPod or can you hear me now? One thing that is beyond question is the excellence of this class. These graduates have been committed to service, innovation, and learning. Kate Christabek, David Boley, and C.J. Willey have been dedicated leaders for the undergraduate, graduate, and professional student governments. While earning a degree in social work, Danielle Smith founded Students for Community Cultural Awareness she organized programs on immigration and refugee issues. Internships provided learning opportunities beyond the classroom. Katrina Albrecht, a theater major, interned with the folks behind Sesame Street in New York. Laura Stokes Green, graduating in veterinary medicine, had an internship in Sydney, Australia with the Equine Infectious Disease Lab. She also spent two months in Sumatra studying rhinos in the rainforest. Several of our graduates are already accomplished professionals, of course. Through service as directors of the Athletic Ticket Office, Rochelle Simonson refined her diplomacy and tact. Today, she receives from the Fisher College her executive MBA. Ms. Simonson continues to be a valuable member of our Ohio State family in her work as Senior Director of Strategic Planning in our Facilities Operations and Development Department. All types of hands-on learning can improve academic outcomes. Aerospace engineering graduate Kimberly Stevens headed the aerodynamics program for the Buckeye Bullet II, a hydrogen fuel cell powered vehicle. Ohio State, listen to this, Brian, Ohio State holds the land speed record for a car of this type. The purpose of the contest was to learn more about efficiency and alternative fuels. Ohio State was invited to participate in a competition sponsored by the U.S. Department of Energy. Under the leadership of team co-captain Craig Pavlich, a mechanical engineering student, Ohio State's car, the Reverb, finished in the top three in this national competition to improve fuel economy and reduce emissions. Several other members of this class have achieved excellence while competing for Ohio State. Teresa Mayer, a Fisher College of Business graduate, earned seven individual national championships as a member of the Pistol Team. 
Annabelle Fago earned her degree in health sciences and is, an all, is a four-time All-American in rowing. Jimmy Wickham is a four-time All-American in gymnastics. His degree is in exercise science education. Caleb Brendler's degree is in sociology, and Shevon Burns is in health information management. Both are members of the 2008 NCAA National Championship fencing team. Mike Doss is one of only seven three-time football All-Americans, and he returns today after six years in the NFL. Leonard Jatsik is a two-time All-American and Big Ten weight throw champion. His sister, Veronica, is a Big Ten champion thrower as well. Both are majoring in construction systems management. Melissa Bickert is also a track and field competitor. She was a student at the University of Michigan who saw the scarlet and gray light and entered our College of Medicine. While maintaining her standing in the top 10% of the class, she continued to train in the discus. She will participate in the Olympic trials later this month and then will begin an orthopedic surgery residency. But, uh, but we can only wish her the very best because we'll be proud to have her represent Ohio State in Beijing. Some in this class are the first in their families to earn a bachelor's degree, including Michaela Bailey, whose degree is in human resources management. Here to help her celebrate are 18 members of her family. Marquette McBride has combined school. There they are right there, half of the stands over here. Marquette McBride has combined school with service in the National Guard while pursuing his degree in human development and family studies. He has been a research assistant on a project examining guns and school violence. Christy Rank is first in her family of nine to receive a bachelor's degree. She did not begin until after putting her husband through school and continued while starting a family. She has completed her general business degree at our Newark campus. We draw inspiration from Brett Verzen's uh, journey through Ohio State. A member of the varsity volleyball team, Brett was diagnosed with cancer during his second year. Two surgeries were followed by chemotherapy. After months of rehabilitation and hard work, Brett rejoined the team. As a fifth-year senior, he led the Buckeyes to the league title and the spot in the NCAA Final Four. Through all this, he continued his rigorous curriculum in mechanical engineering. Brett is a true champion. So ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> graduates, as you begin again your journey, I do not wish you farewell, but I wish that you will fare well. I now send you forth as university presidents are prone to do with just a few words of advice. Live Ohio State's motto, education for citizenship, by using your talents to serve others, seek answers, and solve problems. Keep your eyes and your heart open. Play to win, but play fair. Maintain for the rest of your life every bit as much passion for learning as you have at this very moment. Learn to cook. Learn to balance your checkbook. Learn a foreign language. Never wear flip-flops to a job interview. And I suspect you know this, but I will say it anyway. Never, ever accept career advice from Randy, Paula, and Simon. Leave my space more often and find your space in the world. Spend time in a country where you know no one and have no fixed itinerary. Communicate with more than just your thumbs. Actively seek out others with whom you share little in common and commit yourself to understanding their perspectives, even if you do not agree with them. Listen to your mother and your father. Complain less, laugh more every day, and always, 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 and I charge you this, remember your alma mater. We will never forget you. 
So I offer you my personal congratulations, my admiration, my affection, my respect, and my best wishes. Godspeed every one of you on what is going to be a remarkable journey. I thank you for being here today.